Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome to Going Greyhounds, the first morning of June 2021, 10.35am. Mark Olmos with you. Great to be with you once again. Feature racing in New South Wales was in the Central West on Friday night for the inaugural running of the group-listed Brother Fox. The winner picking up $40,000 with top honours going to the Jack Smith train Jungle Juice, who ran down kennelmate Irinka Riley to bring up the 10th win of his career at start 16. The other features on the night with a Bill and Peg Miller Memorial, which was won by another Jack Smith-prepared greyhound, Miss Esme, and the zipping Garth at stud Mega Maiden, which went to Peter Carr and his promising youngster Stinger Casey in 1860 over the 318-metre trip. Away from Dubbo, unbeaten brothers, zipping Kansas and zipping Conway, some news to follow after this sentence. Both continued unbeaten starts to their careers, winning heats of the Jimmy Jenkins Memorial at Bulleye last Tuesday. Zipping Kansas going 26-15, while Zipping Conway went uh, slightly better, breaking 26 seconds, going 25-99. Now, both brothers were meant to be in action this evening at Bulleye. That has changed. Zipping Conway, the $1.22 favourite from box six. Zipping Kansas has come out. I've been in touch with our very good friend Cam Hallinan, and he's let us know that uh, Zipping Kansas has sustained a minor injury, nothing serious, but will be out for three to four weeks. Zipping Kansas not to go around in the Jimmy Jenkins Memorial Final this evening at Bulleye. Some New South Wales chasers also ventured into state last week with Peter Lagogiani uh, going up north for the Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival, where Paycor won impressively at Albion Park on Thursday night in preparation for her upcoming Queensland campaign, while MDC champion stepped out on the same night in a post-to-post trial, clocking a scorching 24.07. Of course, we speak of handsome prints. Meanwhile, down south, dual Group 1 winning stayer Stanley Road finished a close second in the Group 1 Sandown Cup behind Zipping Rambo. Unfortunately for connections, he injured his hock ligaments during the run and will be out of action for several weeks, which means he's out of the Speed Star as well as the Tab Winter Carnival up there in Queensland. Unfortunate news there for Stanley Road, Eddie Kingswell and, of course, Mark Gap. It was also bad news for New South Wales Stayer. Let's see. In the group-listed Tab Cup night stays, also injuring a hock in the latter stages of the race. Trainer Mark Davidson confirming it was a fracture to the offside hock, but good news is... She has had surgery last Friday and is now recovering well. We've got a great show ahead here on Going Greyhounds. Racing. Irinka Riley away well. There's good pace from Jungle Juice. And Jungle Juice drives up beside Irinka Riley. Caught on a limb was Bonnie keeping zipping Kyrgios. Going forward was Casual Glance up to third and back in the field. Blazing Lisa Midnight Flash off the top corner. There's a rumble in the jungle because here comes Jungle Juice. He put a length and a half on Irinka Riley. Two off then was Casual Glance. There followed zipping Kyrgios. But Jungle Juice wins the inaugural brother. Fox, Jungle Juice, a big winner from Irinka Riley. Thirds close out wide, maybe zipping Kyrgios in front of Casual Glance. There, part owner Brian Jaggers joins us on Going Greyhounds this morning. Brian, you get to listen to the joys of Jungle Juice winning a group listed race. It must still feel good to hear. How good was it, eh? Hey, ah, very good, mate. How are you this morning? 
Oh, better this morning than what I was on Saturday morning, mate. I didn't do the tip. <laughs> they looked after you there at Dubbo, didn't they? Oh, mate, that was sensational. Um, could, I, I could not have asked for anything else from um, Stiffy and Charmaine and them up there. Yeah, they put on a... Oh, it was just a great great night. You can't do that sort of stuff in the city, Mark, mate. Um, yeah, it was terrific. They were, they were great. Brian, we spoke on the phone yesterday, and uh, yep. we spoke exactly a, a about... You, you can't really get the the same uh, the feeling in the city. It's just a different feeling out there in the country, isn't it? Well, you you, you can celebrate a bit freer, I suppose you'd say. Um, but you just yeah, you can't do those sort of things in the city, mate. <laughs> you know, they know how to do it in the bush, and it's yeah, it's relaxing. Um, you haven't got eyes on you all the time, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just terrific. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I recommend uh, it to anyone. Yeah, uh, next next year, I think is a near definite uh, for for a few of us and, and the team here, especially around the catching pin. Great to see Dave and Luke there, Dave Stanley and Luke Marlow there. Uh, big yeah. weekend for Luke because yep. he had to go to Kembla the next day and Dave was in Coffs the next day, but uh, it would have been great to have them on track too. No, it was great. They did a great job. Um, all, all you boys are doing a great job promoting the dog. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about Dave, but he's a bit of a worry. I'll give him a shirt and he left it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did he? No good, no good. Yeah, but uh, we've still got it, mate. Um, yeah, yeah, there, well, there, there was an extra one that you sent us, and, uh, and and we sent it back up there. So maybe Dave can pick that one up. Uh, were you yeah. confident he could bounce back after only placing in the in the heat, Brian? Um, he was he was beaten, but he uh, well, we obviously know his talent, especially after winning the new sensation, the rest of it. But you guys wouldn't have been too disheartened by going down in the heat. No, oh look, he hasn't been drawn a box. You know, he can't draw a trap at all. The last couple of starts, but he proved he could get over it again this um, on Friday night. Um, no, we're never worried, um, Mark. He's, um, he, we know his ability. He's just um, Jack says he's just got to, you know, he's just got to learn a bit more. Mm. But uh, we knew he could do it. He, we we trialed trial there in twenty nine twenty one, I think, a couple of weeks back. So yeah, we know he could burn a bit. Uh, um, yeah, and he showed that burn too uh, when he when he balanced up just outside of the kennel, mate. Uh, really, for for the camp, yourself and Clay Mawson, the other part owner. It was really a nice sight to see him lob outside of the kennel, mate. You knew he was going to be too strong late, didn't you? Yeah, well, you never like to go the early crow sort of thing, but... Um, some do. Yeah, well, some do, yeah. But um, yeah, when he was camped on, well, you know, you don't like to bag any other dogs, but when we knew he was second down the straight, down the back straight there, um, yeah, he was going to be hard to beat. And hitting the line, Brian, uh, a few cheers... Bit of jumping oh, up and down. Yeah, a, I hope you didn't yeah. hurt your shoulder any more than what it already is. No, mate, no, it, it's gone. It's but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I could only raise the left up. I can't raise the right one. Too good. But, um, um, yeah, we, no, we, it was just great. We, again, we spoke about this yesterday. Uh, the, the ride he's taken you on. Uh, how did you, did you celebrate on Friday night after the races? Uh, Stiffy and uh, the crew looked after you, mate. Um, well, um, but the, well, they shut the bar, and um, Stiffy's just said, "Look, we go to the cool room." Like we just like on a bit of elastic there, mate. Back, back to a fray from the cool room all the time. He just fed us whatever we wanted, mate. It was just like I said, it's just sensational. Like the, the, the guys, um, they deserve every bit of um, credit they get. They work hard, um, so yeah, yeah. I just hope everyone goes there next year. You know, they deserve that. Yeah, and, and who knows, maybe a bit more prize money. That's the feeling we got from Shane when we've spoken to him a couple of times here on Going Greyhounds. A bit more prize money and obviously up the status of the race and uh, it'll be 
a feature race that people from all over want to get to, including people from the city. Now, there are a couple of other questions I want to ask you before I ask you a pretty important, serious question. Um, uh, He heads to Queensland. Has he been to Queensland already? He's been up there for a trip? Yeah, yeah, he trialled up there. uh, It's about two weeks ago now. He he ran uh, 29.86. Was that just a hand slip or did he jump out of the boxes? No, he went out of the box, but okay. he, he never had a, a stir up or anything. Um, okay. He, uh, like, we were pretty happy with the run. He was, he went round the corner like my missus was at Dubbo on, on Friday night, <laughs> like a drunken sailor. But um, yeah, he, he was uh, really green. He had a really good look around. Um, yeah, we were very happy with it, and I think he'll improve a hell of a lot. Don't worry about that. I was speaking to Cam Hallen and just before went on air to, to ask about Zipping Kansas. Unfortunately, he's injured, and we were talking about Zipping Kyrgios. Could it be a yep. case of Jungle Juice going up to Queensland for the Flying Amy Classic Heats this Thursday? Different conditions, uh, just a, 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 out of his comfort zone, and maybe he decides to, to jump well? Uh, could that be the case? Obviously, you're hoping for that. Well, yeah, we're hoping, obviously, yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah. Well, realistically... In an ideal world, we'd like to get you know, into the match race, you know, one on one. I think mm. um, really see something. Well, let's let's hope um, you could really see a um, a pretty handy dog. I think. Yeah. Of course, the the state of origin match race series. Uh, he's an eighteen dollar hope to win that in the futures market. He's also fifteen dollar shot for the Brisbane Cup. Uh, who would you like to come up against to show the Queenslanders what he's made of? Any of those Queensland dogs? Uh-huh. <laughs> Andy, pretty hard to answer that one. Now, there's a lot of good dogs around, mm. mate. But um, yeah, I'll bring on your best, and we'll see how we go. I suppose. Yeah, um, ab- yeah. absolutely. He's yeah. a star. Now, before I let you go, Brian, uh, yeah, you uh, we we had a pretty serious chat just to go down the serious uh, route here. Uh, yep. One of your well, your son. Tim, yep. uh, one of his young friends, diagnosed with testicular cancer. And this is more of a, a shout to awareness, uh, especially being a young man. Uh, he, One of Tim's friends has been uh, diagnosed with tes- testicular cancer. Uh, can you just tell us a bit more? Yeah, mate. Oh, it's, uh, uh, sorry, mate. No, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll I'll take it from here. But you you were, you were telling me yesterday that uh, he's a young man, and unfortunately, uh, Owen has has been uh, diagnosed, and he's had it he's had a testicle removed. But at the, the young age of of sixteen years. Yeah. Uh, so just just to let people out there know that it can happen to anybody, and also that if you are feeling like there's something not quite right physically. To, to speak up, no matter how young, how old, because it's hard yeah. at that age. There's a lot of a lot of ego, a lot of testosterone, a lot of what will people think of me. But basically, what we're trying to say, right, Brian, is that uh, yep. tell somebody and go and get it checked out. Yeah, please do. Like uh, the young fella, he um, he left it a bit long. So um, yeah, I'm I'm really sorry about this, but I do get no. a bit emotional. No, no, uh, that, that that's that's um, quite understandable. Yeah, he's um. A really lovely kid. Um, you wouldn't wish to meet a nicer bloke. Um, just wish him all the best, mate. Yep, yep. For uh, for uh, young Owen, and uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll keep yeah. we'll, we'll keep uh, we'll keep our listeners updated, and you know, hopefully, uh, we can even do something to help, whether it's raise funds or, or whatever. We'll uh, have to get onto yeah, that. You, but you just got to, like, uh, uh, you know, we're probably not reaching the right demographics here, I suppose, uh, Mark, in one way. Um, he's a young kid. Yeah. I don't know how many, uh, but... For uh, all males. Even parents out there, mate, 
you got mm. to, um, yeah, he left, um, yeah, well, basically his testicles turned purple, if I can say that. Um, and he confided in one of my, um, my young bloke's mates, and that's how he had to go about doing it, um, which is, you know, not ideal, but 16 years of age, it's a um, pretty hard thing, I would imagine. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, but it's something that uh, something that you, I'm glad you told me about, and just so we can raise a bit of awareness, and hopefully we can uh, we can help in some way, shape, or form. He's still going, but he's still got a fight ahead of him, Owen. Oh, oh very much so. He's getting um, uh, he started chemo last week, um, I think, and um, yeah, he's um, it's in his stomach. Um, they're trying to reduce that before they operate on his stomach. Um, externally, he's, he's he's going really great, but um, internally. Who knows? Um, well, we wish Owen and we wish Tim especially uh, all, all the best and, and everybody involved, especially the family. But uh, thanks for coming on and just sharing that message because it is vitally important that if it is, you do uh, feel th- something thank wrong. Thank you guys for putting it out there. I'm sorry. I, I, I get a bit emotional, especially with kids and stuff. You know, it's um, pretty hard. Yep. But, um, yep. Thank you. Thanks, thanks everyone. Yeah, thank you. No, no, no. We, uh, we just want to raise a bit of awareness. And Brian, I think we'll get on to trying to help young Owen and his family out very soon. Thanks for coming yeah. on Going Greyhounds, uh, no, Brian, no, and no. we will uh, speak more, especially about uh, well, young Owen, but also Jungle Juice. A few exciting weeks ahead. Yeah, let, let's hope, mate. Let's, um, yeah, um, let's just hope we can uh, keep doing us proud um, and yeah, win a few dollars for us, mate, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Brian, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. We'll head to a break here on Sky Sports Radio. Admire Mars has found the lead. It's Admire Mars. Unbeaten two-year-old champion. Beauty generation tiring. Admire Mars from Waikuku. It's the Japanese three-year-old cult. Admire Mars to win the mile. History-making three-year-old. They're storming down the outside. Admire Mars. Admire Mars wins the NHK Mile Cup. Exceptional outcross. New to Arrowfield in 2021. Admire Mars. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. He is Snitzel's best ever two-year-old and champion two-year-old colt of his generation. He is Invader. Winner of the Group 1 ATC Sires Produce Stakes. Invader's coming hard on the outside. Invader quickly moves up and Invader goes on to win the English Sires. Standing the 2021 season at Aquas Queensland for 20,000 plus GST. For more information on Invader, contact JD or PK from the Aquas sales team or visit aquasfarm.com. Quality like never before at the Magic Millions National Yearling Sale on the Gold Coast, June 1 to 3. Don't miss your last chance to buy a youngster eligible for the $12.895 million Magic Millions Race Series with 23 races across six states. With 600 lots catalogued and progeny by 125 individual sires, the National Yearling Sale has something for every buyer across all levels of the market. For more and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. Devil 16 out fast, highly explosive away quickly, and there's Strata burning from the outside, and Strata's going to cross and lead three to highly explosive, who's right there with Devil 16, a break of two. They're followed by Angel Glow, Annie Rose, well back zero, cool, how not to, and last auspicious green, the leader Strata, highly explosive's a length away, and is about to let down with a big booming run, up goes highly explosive, gathered in Strata, and highly explosive, exactly that rocket's 
clear to win it big time. Highly explosive by three. Devil 16 second. Third, Strata, who ran a big race. And then Angel Glow, a break to zero. Cool, Annie Rose. Awesome. A very exciting daughter of Barsha Bale, an explosive madam. Only 15 starts on the board with seven wins alongside of her name. Trained by Craig Trahern and owned by Luke Miller, who joins us now here on the line. Owns this promising youngster in highly explosive. Will go around in the 515 metre Group 3 Bill Collins Speed Star on Wednesday at Sandown. Luke, first of all, how are you and her trainer Craig feeling heading into the Speed Star? Welcome. Yeah, good morning, Mark. Um, we probably weren't expecting um, to come up against the match um, that we have come up against in Tigalong Tonk. What did you um, think the, when you first saw Tigalong Tonk's name alongside of your girls? Yeah, well, we were a little bit surprised at how many withdrawals they had with the um, format that they had this year. Mm. Um, we were probably expecting something from the bottom half of the draw. Yep. Um, as it stood, she was in eighth position, so we didn't think we would uh, come up against one of them uh, top three. Yeah, Tigalong Tonk, a two-time group, group one winner, but... Uh, Obviously, she's heading into this series as best as she can be. She's already got a 29-16 on the board, and she's lightly raced. So who knows if she pulls something out of the box, she could be right into this. Do you think the the one-on-one the -on -one style of racing will suit her? Uh, definitely. She's um, a bit tardy out of the boxes, so I'd expect uh, Tigalong Tonk probably to be a length uh, and a half to two lengths in front. Um, but, yeah, she definitely um, does her best work in the back end of a race. So the format, yeah, definitely suits her. For the Bill Collins speed start, she's currently an $11 hope. and will go up against Tigalong Tonk. You can find the overall market under tomorrow, if you are looking with Tab, under tomorrow's racing. The, the full set of markets are there in terms of overall fastest markets. And then the match races uh, under racing extras currently four dollars and eighty cents to beat tigalong tonk at a dollar eighteen you've developed a great partnership with Craig craig Traherne over the years luke and some of the chases you've had together include autocrat won 26 races sybil cover won uh, nearly 10 races how did the relationship start um it's actually become through a friend at the time uh, had a dog um with craig and um I had a couple of break-ins, but one had a few nickels before break-in and um, I couldn't send them away, so I'd given Craig a call and um, he took them on and, and broke uh, a couple of dogs in. Um, one of them was uh, a dog called Storm Warning, um, who ended up going on. I, I actually sold him after his first start, but he won at Warnable by uh, 10 and 3 quarter lengths. Wow. Um, but he had a few issues um, and ended up over in um, New Zealand and went on to win the Group 1 uh, New Zealand Derby. Yeah, right. And another dog called uh, Down in Mexico that um, was a dual Melbourne City winner for us. So we just sort of developed the um, partnership from there and I've kept most of my dogs down there with Craig. And where are you based yourself, Luke? Um, I'm at Madawi, which is up in Port Stephens, about okay. 25 minutes uh, north of uh, Newcastle. Beautiful part of the world. Yes. Gorgeous part of the world. Uh, and you yourself, how did your involvement uh, kick off? You've obviously bred a number of top chasers. Uh, Melbourne Cup place get a chase and crackers. Uh, you, Matilla, winner of 17 races. Kyrgios, Bimbadjan Man, Dimitrov, to name a few. Yourself, how did, how did your involvement kick off? 
Um, my father, uh, Clive, uh, had uh, greyhounds. He started training back in the 70s. He actually had a, a serious car accident where he became an amputee and um, smashed up both of his legs. Uh, he was quite young and um, for recuperation uh, and rehab. Um, the doctor at the time um, suggested that he um, grab a greyhound and uh, walk it so that would help him along the way. Is that um, right? Yeah. So he um, trained greyhounds up until the closure in the mid-90s of Beaumont Park and had okay. a break. Um, growing up around the greyhounds, I always had a love for them. Um, and uh, when I'd reached 30 years of age in uh, 2010... Um, I gave up rugby league and needed something to, um, yeah, a hobby other than rugby league because I didn't want to be one of them blokes that was 50-year-old playing country football. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, twisted my dad's arm and uh, we got our first greyhound back in 2010. There you go. What was your father's name, Luke? Uh, Clive. Clive. Yeah, amazing. Uh, quite incredible how that... Uh how that relationship with greyhounds started. Um, gee, uh, now what would it mean to you to take out a, a big group three feature like the, the Bill Collins uh, Speedster uh, tomorrow night? It would be lovely, but um, I'm a realist and um, probably in her match race, she's probably up against it with Tigalong Tonk, but um, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if she actually come in the top three with the format. But um, yeah, um, I've just... Hope she gets around safely, and um, you know it's all about a um, brute becoming a brood bitch, and it's a uh, it's a great um, honour to be in the race of that calibre. So, how many broodies do you have at the moment, Luke? Um, I've just got the um, one at the moment. It's a lead opal that I um, obtained off Carolyn Les Hudson, and I have my brood bitches out with Jody Manuel at Chevy Lodge. Okay. So I only do everything on just a hobby basis. I I generally breed one litter a year, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's you know I try my best there with the, yeah. the one litter a year of trying to to breed a couple of good chasers. Uh, terrific stuff! It looks like you've got a, a really nice one on your hands here, highly explosive. I think we'll be hearing much more of her down the line. Just really kicking off her young career. Luke, thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds, and, and best of luck tomorrow there at Sandow. Thanks, Mark. Luke Miller joining us on Going Greyhounds. A short break before our final guest, Daryl Thomas. Hear that? Me either. Because 3M WorkTune's Bluetooth earmuffs feature noise reduction up to 29 dB so you can work in peace. And with Bluetooth wireless technology and premium high-fidelity speakers, you can stream music and podcasts from any device in pristine quality. Plus, with Call Connect and 30 hours of battery life, you can make and receive calls all day without removing your hearing protection. 3M WorkTune's Bluetooth earmuffs, built to perform. Available at Bunnings. Pick up a pair before June 30 and they could be tax deductible. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tabs The Lock, new on the Tab app. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. The Winter Cup 2019. Destiny's Kiss, Mazaz, Yogi with a final burst. Destiny's Kiss and Yogi dives. Oh, I'm not sure here. Destiny's Kiss, just. The Winter Cup 2020. Yulon Prince beat off the favourite Wugok. Kazov, though, he's knuckling down on the inside. Kazov, Wugok comes back. 
after being clearly headed. Woogok has come back to beat cars off. The Winter Cup this Saturday from Rose Hill on Sky Sports Radio. Racing, Seymour Blue was away nicely, drives through, holds out Empress Tears into the first turn. Into third was not today, then uh, Nimble Lulu and Tatum. Wider was Manton Blaze, Torpedo Tears. And line of quality is back at the rear. Seymour Blue leads them into the back straight. In second spot, a length away, now a half length away is Empress Tears. Two lengths away, not today, runs on. And then line of quality, Nimble Lulu, well back Manton Blaze, Torpedo Tears and Tatum. Still Seymour quality, bobbing on the bend. Half length Empress Tears and line of quality. It's Seymour Blue. Empress Tears goes to it. Seymour Blue and over the top. Line of quality. Line of quality got up to beat either Seymour Blue or Empress Tears. Fourth end was Torpedo Tears. I think I know why our producer, Cat Ernst, chose that replay over 600 metres. That was going back three starts ago there at the Gardens. Started $3.20. Catherine and uh, a couple others thought it was Christmas. $3.20. Daryl Thomas joins us here on Going Greyhounds. Daryl, good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, good, Mark. How are you, mate? Good. Did you think it was Christmas too, that start? Oh, no. It was a tough win that day. He got right back and he sort of changed the way he was sort of racing and just stayed on the fence and lucky to get out of the top of the straight and finish over the top of them. But, yeah, look, his ability, the price was all right, but, uh, no, I didn't have nothing at 320. Uh, another New South Wales contender for the speed star, which is fantastic. At uh, This time, the Liz Reen speed star over 715 metres is your greyhound line of quality. Um, gee, I tell you what, some key players out of this series, which brings your bloke right into this, uh, especially with one-on-one racing. Firstly, I want to touch on the logistics of getting the Greyhound down to Victoria. Can you take us through the process, Daryl? Yeah, well, as far as I'm aware of, and I've, I've tried to make contact with Jewick and they have come haven't come back to me, but basically I've been told that uh, I can travel down um, and... Uh, race the dog, no problem, and mm. travel back and as long as I sign the, the declaration form, and um, I'm fine to go. So that's where we're at the moment. I haven't heard nothing more. Like I said, I've made several, co- try, trying to make several times contact to GWIC and uh, they said they're going to get back to me, so I'm just waiting to hear back if there's anything else I have to do. So you head down to Victoria tomorrow morning? Oh yeah, I'm going to head off in the morning, yeah, just basically straight down and, and, and that's what we did um, for the trial. Right. Seem to handle it really good. Um, you know, it's all about a learning curve for this this sort of dog. He's he's still a novice and um, work, working it all out, but he seemed to handle it good. So mm. we do the same thing. On that uh, on that occasion where he trialled down at Sandown Park, off the back of that run, do you think he's capable of further improvement? Well, basically, for him to be any hope, he has to. We we sort of think he has to. Um, he, we've got a pretty big opinion of him and. Uh, he'd never been there and I, I sort of think it showed in the first section he had a bit of a look around he didn't know sort of where he was and he was way off the mark on, on his first section and um, this dog can show pace and I know if you look at his form you probably think he can't but he can and he can be right up on speed and he can run times that uh, will definitely hold him instead in this race look and, and barring you know this his first run went with Park everything went wrong um, sort of changed his way of racing and it really didn't get much of a blowout that night and he stayed on the fence and he's just looking for runs up the rail and, and sort of so he didn't really have a hard hit out. And he, that was basically his first 700 the other week at, at, at Sandown and I'm you know, pretty happy to travel down. Never been there and run 41.9. And, you know, we had good conditions, I understand, but I really believe that uh, he'll find, um, bearing, 
syndrome, but he seems really good. His blood count's great. Let's hope. Uh, his owner and breeder, Kelly Fogarty, has been a massive supporter of yours. She puts a lot into the industry and would get a massive thrill out of seeing her boy up against the big guns. Of course, for the, the Liz Ring, comes up against Kenny the Brute. A $15 shot overall, but has been specced in from $21 with Tab. 260 in the head-to-head match race against Kenny the Brute. Uh, comes up a, against, of course, a, a Sandown Cup finalist from the the weekend, or last Thursday, rather. Coming up against the big guns, this is a great test, and uh, this one-on-one style of racing may well suit him, especially considering he's got this inside draw, Daryl. Yeah, look, we decided to go this way. He just got knocked over, pillar to post. His couple of runs went to the park and sort of lost his confidence, and we thought this is a good way to, to take a step up. It's, it, mm. You get a trial there, you, you get to go one out with another dog, and you know, not much interference, you're running for good money. And and down the track, you know, he's been there then and, and he can continue to improve like we think he can and, and become the dog that we all think he can in, in our camp and the owners think. Um, it's a great sort of step up, stepping stone for him. So um, it's going to be tough. It's a, I think Kenny the Brood is in the same sort of boat. I think he's only had two 700s and he, and he made a sand down cup, big effort. And, um, you know, I think it's a bit of a, a race... In my opinion, and look, it can change. That whoever leads, I think, will be awfully hard to beat mm. in, this, in this in this race. And okay. um, neither of them want to get off the fence, and I think neither of them want to go around dogs. So, yeah, I think that the first run of the corner is going to be very interesting, and I'm glad I've got the inside at the moment. Uh, while we've got you on the phone, uh, Tab uh, Million Dollar Chase runner-up Sherry, how's he going? He's recuperating from a torn back muscle. Are we likely to see him back at the races soon? Um, he's parted ways with me. He's now back with the owner, so okay. I'm not sure what's going to be happening there. But I'll, I'll, look, I'd, I'd say that'd be on the radar for him if, he, if he's if he's come back. Okay, uh, beautiful. What what do you think overall of this uh, Speed Star match race concept, Daryl? Oh, I think it's great, especially for dogs like like my dog, who's sort of he's only had ten starts and seems to find trouble out the boxes every time he, he races. He seems to find a dog either outside him that wants to crash him or inside him wants to run up the track. And he's just sort of lost his confidence a little bit. And you get a chance to, to get on the, you know, against the better dogs and, and they race a bit truer. And also, you know, it's, it's one out and for good money. Like, it, it's really good. Do, could, could there be a Queensland Cup campaign on the agenda if he manages to go really well at Sandown tomorrow? Yeah, he'd have to really... Step up and okay. you know, and, and be be massive. But I think it to me right now. I think it's a little bit, little bit tough. I think to to sort of to try and head on and take the big ones on. But I, probably more in, in in my preparation at the moment is probably looking at Grafton Cup, okay. six fifty, a nice big track, new track, um, and mainly just going back to try and get him some confidence and and then maybe step back to Wimble Park in some fifth grades and. and sort of try and get his, his head in the right place there. Yeah, wonderful. Also, Daryl, that uh, feature story we showed in the Catching Pen a few weeks back, uh, great insight into into you and your property. Uh, thanks for doing that. And if anybody wants to catch it, you can uh, dig through Sky Racing Active to have a look at the interview we did with Daryl. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds this morning and best of luck tomorrow in Victoria. Yeah, no worries, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Daryl Thomas coming on Going Greyhounds with us this morning with, of course, line of quality going around in the Lees Rain Speed Star of 715 metres. All Speed Star events uh, hold Group 3.
classification. Looking through the markets for tomorrow's Speedster, currently Hank the Hustler, the 260 favourite for the Liz Reen, will go up against Five Star in his match race. Uh, then looking to the race caller speed star of the 595, even money for zipping Rambo, the Sandan Cup winner dropping back from 715 to 595, an even money favourite there ahead of uh, the likes of Cash Stack, who actually goes around against in uh, in the heat, or in the match race, I should say. I should say. And Aston Rupast and Fastnet also go against each other. Uh, the siblings, 230 and 420 for the overall fastest uh, times uh, all markets available at tab repeating uh, for the overall fastest times that's under tomorrow and then you can check out the three races at Sandown Park and if you go to racing racing extras at tab you can find all of the match races uh, plenty coming up on the catching pen this evening also Sky Racing 2 from 7pm if you've missed anything on the show going greyhounds this morning uh, just Google Wooshka and going greyhounds and it'll be there for you very, very soon. Uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. It's been a ripper this morning. Uh, big thanks to our guests. Big thanks to everybody for helping put it together. We'll catch you on the catching pin this evening.